You're listening to the Fantasy Sports Radio Network. At the window. I want all of you to get up out of your chairs. And go to the window, open it, and stick your head out and yell. Welcome to At The Window here on the Fantasy Sports Network. I am Sean Guasamaki. I hope you had a great weekend. I know my producer, Brian, on the ones and twos right now, I know he had a great weekend. The Jersey Shore, a little bar A, hanging out on the beach over there, enjoying himself. He's a young guy, fresh out of college, West Virginia. He tells me it's the number one party school in America. No, he does not. He does not tell me that. <laughs> he does not. He actually tells me, though, he wants the... Jordans, right? You want the Jordans, the number ones, right? The yes, ones, sir. right? Yes, sir. So if somebody has them out there off-white, if they're less than $1,000 or $700, please let us know in the chat. Please let us know because I know Brian's interested in buying them. But what size are you, Brian? Ten and a half. Ten and a half. So ten and a half Jordans, number one, number one, the first sneaker ever by Jordan. Off-white, right? Or, or you'll take any color, right? Or just preferably off white, but oh, okay. so if you have them out there. But welcome to At the Window. I hope you had a great Father's Day on Sunday. It was overcast here in New York City, but all in all, the weather held up. wasn't too much rain. Good time. I hung out with the family. Hung out with my father and um, you know, my brothers and, and what have you. And uh, really didn't have a good time playing wiffle ball with my my niece and nephew. Uh, I, I stink. I can't. They they're ten and eleven years old, and they whip me really royally and i uh, got to get <laughs> into better shape i guess because it was embarrassing but uh, congratulations to them they won so angelina lewis you guys won yesterday i give you props for that but I- i'm gonna have revenge i'm gonna practice and i'll get better there i mean it's just wiffle ball I, you know i'm hardball maybe wiffle ball uh no i'm just kidding i, I think at both at this age but it was a lot of fun uh father's day and what have you and uh, glad to see we're up there in the restaurant versa uh at the window so if you're out there at the bar right now, you can't hear us, but you could definitely, if I'll, I'll say hello to you out there. I uh, hope you're enjoying your good time, a good beverage, good cocktail. They also have CNN up there. I don't see MSNBC or Fox News, just CNN. A little biased, I guess. I don't know what's going on there. I guess CNN is more of the mainstream channel to watch news. Some fake news going on. Yeah, <laughs> exactly, right? Oh, it's, it's an interesting choice, though. I thought maybe they would have sports on there, maybe ESPN or whatever. But no, they, they have CNN up there. I guess more people are interested in news at this hour. Um, but there you go. Hope you had a great weekend. A lot happened in sports. U.S. Open. Uh, Brooks Kepka going for his third straight U.S. Open. Hasn't been done since 1905. Willie Anderson uh, did it back then. Um, so it's been a long time. And he was going for it. Gary Woodland won. And what a tremendous performance on you know, the 17th hole, 18th hole to make sure that he keep, kept that uh, lead. Uh, he had a two-shot lead over Brooks Kepka, and then he ultimately birdied the 18th hole and won by three strokes over Brooks Kepka. It was fun. I watched it. It was on late, too. Usually, you get uh, used to Sunday's majors, and it was, of course, at Pebble Beach in California, so that's why it was on late, like around 9.30, 10 o'clock at night here on the East Coast. Unusual to be watching a major end around that time. 
Um, usually, you know, you watch it on CBS and then you watch a great 60 minutes after like a major win. Uh, no Jim Nance. He was on Fox. It was on late it was, uh, at, at night. So a little different than I'm used to. But I was watching my, my uh, um, I was glued to the TV. I wanted to see if Brooks Kepka could make history. He did not, but it, he's definitely the heir apparent to Tiger Woods. Uh, enough uh, of has been done. He has proven enough now. He's not Sergio Garcia, who they tried to hype up. David Duval before that. Uh, all these golfers, they tried to uh, rival, tried to uh, pair with Tiger Woods to have a rival. None of them lasted. Brooks Koepka is the real deal. Let's see how he can do, if he could carry the sport. He's not going to carry it like Tiger. No one will ever be Tiger. We get that. But can he carry the sport more so than uh, previous golfers that have tried to take over for Tiger Woods? Rory McIlroy is out there as well. Jordan Spieth as well. I mean, these guys have fallen off a little bit, and now you have... Brooks Kepka, he has not fallen off. Dustin Johnson, they tried to uh, put that moniker on him, being the next guy to carry the sport of golf. It is Brooks Kepka. It is clear cut. Let's see how he can do carrying the sport now going forward. Tremendous athlete. I mean, six feet. Thought he was bigger than that. He looks like he's six five. Uh, he's a giant out there. Looks like he can play linebacker in the NFL. Um, and so let's see how he can carry the sport. Uh, didn't uh, win the U.S. Open. Failed. But he finished runner-up, and it was a thrilling performance. He just he had a birdie opportunity on 17 that would have made it interesting. Uh, Brooks Kepka had he birdied that hole, and to get to one shot of Gary Woodland, it was not meant to be. It rolled right over the lip of the cup, and he parted. And after that, as Gary Woodland was looking on, I think it was it might have been 18th hole. It was either the 17th or 18th hole. Brooks Kepka had a chance to birdie, didn't part it. And uh, Gary Woodland kept his two-shot lead. He made it three by birdieing 18, which was a beautiful putt uh, to win the tournament. Congratulations to Gary Woodland. It was a great performance. But that was just part of the weekend. It all started with the breaking news with the Los Angeles Lakers acquiring Anthony Davis from the New Orleans Pelicans for Brandon Ingram, Lonzo Ball, the fourth overall pick in this year's draft, and <laughs> and possibly every first-round pick from here on out the Lakers will ever have. No, uh, it was a couple more first-round picks in the future uh, that the Lakers are giving up to New Orleans. Now, the crux of the trade. Anthony Davis now in L.A. with LeBron James. Kyle Kuzma stays, so he's there as well. They won't have enough money, the Lakers, to add another max player, but they'll have, depending on how it works out, Differing reports, depends on Anthony Davis, who's going to waive his bonus or whatever. Uh, they'll have around $23.7 million or $27 million to add a player. Not enough for a max player, but we'll see if players are willing to take less to join LeBron and now Anthony Davis and Kyle Kuzma. If they if miss out on the top tier guys, they still have other players like I, J.J. Redick, which they kind of don't. I mean, he's a good player, but I mean, he's not a sexy name to add to that um, Anthony Davis and, and, and LeBron core there. Uh, we'll see what happens. Jimmy Butler's a possibility if he's going to take less. Is he going to get max money from another team? We'll see how it shakes out. We don't know yet, but there's a possibility the Lakers could continue to add even more players to this mix. And FanDuel Sportsbook, they're now the favorites, the Lakers, to win the NBA Finals. And oh, the Bucks were the favorites to win the uh, next NBA Finals. That is 2020, uh, the NBA Championship. Going into the weekend, oh, Oh, how quickly things can change with the addition of Anthony Davis in La La Land. And not surprising, they are the favorites. And they're just the favorites. I'm not crowning them champions right now. A lot of people are in the media crowning them champions. A lot needs to be played. I mean, the whole se- the free agency still hasn't occurred yet. So much more 
needs to be decided. Let's get through the draft first before we make predictions on who's winning the next NBA championship. It's ridiculous. I'm not going to do that right now. They are one of the favorites, but there's a bunch of favorites. The Toronto Raptors uh, can be in that mix if they uh, continue if, if Kawhi Leonard resigns there. Uh, the Warriors, they're not in the mix uh, with Kevin Durant suffering that uh, Achilles injury and, and uh, Clay Thompson. I was listening to uh, 97.7, the game in San Francisco over the weekend, and they're talking about there's a possibility that they're going to take this year off, the Warriors. The Warriors not take it off and tank, per se. They'll still have Steph Curry, they'll still have Draymond Green. They're going to win basketball games. They, they could re-sign DeMarcus Cousins, but only pay him $6 million. They can't offer much money. So DeMarcus Cousins is probably going to go elsewhere. So if you're thinking they'll re-sign DeMarcus Cousins and he could turn into the monster that he was a year after the injury, the Achilles injury that he was in his previous years in the NBA, that's unlikely. It's not going to happen. And besides, the, uh, the Warriors weren't great defensively with DeMarcus Cousins last season, didn't have the impact uh, people thought he would. And a lot of that is uh, because of the Achilles injury. Listening to 97-7, the game, it, it, they really paint a dark picture uh, for the Warriors. So the Warriors might not be one of the favorites uh, to win the NBA championship. Like crazier stuff has happened for next season. But the Lakers are in the mix. The, the Toronto Raptors are in the mix. The Bucks are certainly in the mix. The 76ers are in the mix. But there's so much more to be decided. So let's relax a little bit. If you want to bet and you bet on the Lakers, go ahead. You could go win some money. I think they're plus 390 right now to win the NBA championship on FanDuel Sportsbook. So if that's if if you think they're going to add even more players to that mix, which they which they probably will, then it might be a smart bet for you. But remember, the Heat when they acquired LeBron James and Chris Bosh, Dwayne Wade was already there. They did not win the NBA championship their first year. That went to Dirk Nowitzki. So yes, they had the 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 Heatles as they called themselves. They had the the greatest team in the NBA at that at, during that time in that year, but they did not win the NBA championship. It takes time for teams to gel and, and come together. So yes, the, the Lakers have the names right now with Anthony Davis and they're keeping Kyle Kuzma and LeBron James, but they have to stay healthy. That's for one thing. Uh, people point that out. LeBron is old too. He's an old 34 going on 35. All right. He missed time with the groin injury last season. There's no guarantee LeBron James is going to be that guy that he was before last season, the, the, the best player in the NBA. If he is, he's, they're going to save him for the playoffs. He's going to play around 50, 55 games or what have you. And there's no guarantee he'll make it through uh, the NBA season next season uh, because he's old. He's an old 34 going on 35. He's played a lot of basketball, a lot of talk, uh, and, and rightfully so. The narrative. With the Lakers missing time here uh, this past season with the NBA playoffs, uh, LeBron James got a much-needed rest because he went to eight straight NBA finals, playing into June, mid-June. The guy had no rest, and he played on the Olympic team uh, in between that or during that time. So the guy was constantly playing basketball. That catches up to you after a while, and it did catch up to LeBron James last season with the groin injury, and they got to monitor his games. And Anthony Davis another guy. Uh, can he get through an 82-game season? Now, of course, they have those load management days now in the NBA where uh, players don't play every, ga- every game nonetheless. But Anthony Davis needs to stay healthy as well. And let them, uh, let's get through that first. Uh, that's a first worry if, if I'm a Lakers fan. But congratulations to Lakers fans out there because they did pull it off. They got Anthony Davis. LeBron got his second star that he always uh, wanted when he was going to L.A. And LeBron gets what he wants. He, it's, it's amazing. He goes to, uh, he, he orchestrates that deal with uh, Chris Bosh to get Chris Bosh uh, to go to Miami. 
He gets and he wins two NBA championships in Miami. Goes back to Cleveland, gets Kevin Love to join him, and of course trades Andrew Wiggins, the number one overall pick, out of there to Minnesota. And Kyrie was already there, and they win an NBA championship. Now he goes to LA, and now he gets his guy Anthony Davis. Let's see if they add more to the pieces. But uh, what a deal for both teams too. The Pelicans, Brandon Ingram. Uh, I don't. Uh, he's not there yet. I won't give up on him yet. Number two pick overall uh, when he came out of Duke. Poor man's Kevin Durant hasn't really lived up to the hype. Not a great shooter. I don't know how he plays with Zion Williamson, who should be the number one pick in the NBA draft on Thursday by the New Orleans Pelicans. How will he play with Lonzo Ball? Lonzo Ball can't shoot either. I mean, there's a lot of players right now. If you have Lonzo as your point guard, you still have Holiday there. Uh, he'll, he'll be a point guard as well. If you, you play them together, you play uh, Brandon Ingram and you play Zion Williamson, not a lot of shooting. There's no shooting on that team right now. So there might be trades in the works they also have the fourth pick overall as well from the Lakers. So they're going to add to it even more. Do they, Jared Culver, the Texas Tech guard, uh, do they add him to the mix? But kind of doesn't work because they, we'll, see, we'll, we'll see who at number four they'll add or will they trade the pick? So much more still needs to be decided before we could uh, go out there and, and unequivocally tell you they, the New Orleans uh, Pelicans are going to do this next year and the LA Lakers are going to do this next year. It's still, there's too much more that needs to be decided with the NBA draft on Thursday 1st and then free agency June 30th at 6 p.m. Eastern time. That needs to be decided. We see where these guys go. Kyrie Irving is another one. Uh, he's not going back to Boston. Is he going to go to the Nets or will he go elsewhere? Where is he? He's not going to go to L.A. It's unlikely, even though he reached out to LeBron James in January and they're buddy-buddy now or seemingly buried the, the hatchet and they're on good terms. Uh, I don't see that happening. I don't see Kyrie going there. The, the two biggest losers are the Celtics in this Anthony Davis trade. Uh, Celtics and the Knicks. The Knicks, boy, uh, I, I, amazing. Amazing how the Knicks just always seem to come up empty-handed with all of the, these moves. It's just they're promised the, the moon, uh, they're promised everything, and they always end up getting these B-level uh, players uh, when you think they're going to get the, the star, the LeBron James of the world. Uh, you think they're going to get the Anthony Davises of the world. Is Kawhi Leonard coming here? Is, is Kevin Durant still coming here? That's uh, not a foregone, uh, That's not a slam dunk anymore, to use a basketball term, uh, that we thought it was when Rick Buecher was, was reporting, a Bleacher Report was reporting that it's a uh, done deal. Kevin Durant is going to the New York Knicks. Now, what's happening? We, it's a possibility. Does Durant sign, resign with, or opt in? He could opt in or resign with the Golden State Warriors. The Golden State Warriors, reports are, they're going to offer Kevin Durant the max. Uh, the Supermax. And so that's going to make it easier for Durant, Durant, even regardless of the Achilles injury. They're going to offer that to uh, Kevin Durant. Does he stay there as there's still um, some work to be done as Kevin Durant was? Uh, I don't know if you want to read too much into Michael Thompson. That is uh, Clay Thompson's father. He, of course, the former number one overall pick back in the 70s uh, in the NBA, played in the NBA as well, is now an analyst and, and radio host or what have you. Uh, used to be a great interview, but then he signed with ESPN and you can't get him on anymore. But or else, or else uh, I would have him on here. Uh, but you can't get him on anymore. But he, he's always talking, and he said he didn't want to read too much into Kevin Durant's uh, conversation that he w- witnessed uh, with Clay Thompson. But uh, th- th- some seem to think there's a possibility Durant stays in Golden State now w- with them offering the Super Max, the, the owners of, of the Golden State Warriors, which costs a lot of money. With they're going to go over the cap to keep keep him uh, there, and Clay Thompson they're going to give the max deal. 
uh, in Golden State. And so if they do pay those two players, they're going to be a lot of money, a billion dollars, uh, over a billion dollars in salary that you're going to have to pay out to Steph Curry and uh, Clay Thompson, Kevin Durant, and all the players on that roster. So that's a big decision by the ownership there in uh, Golden State uh, to give Durant the Super Max. And if they do, then where do the Knicks go? Where do they go? Tobias Harris? Is uh, Jimmy Butler? Uh, Kemba Walker? I mean, Kemba Walker is open to staying in Charlotte, and he'll take less money. Does Kemba Walker go to L.A.? So there's so many uh, moving pieces that have yet to be decided. But the L.A. Lakers got much better. We could all agree with that. They got ridiculously much better. Anthony Davis, easily a top six, top seven player in the NBA right now. And if you can add a player like that to uh, LeBron James, Kyle Kuzma, yes, your team is much better and your team is a title contender. But who else is a title contender, right? We, we don't know yet. We know we, the Raptors, if the Raptors lose Kawhi Leonard, are they a title contender? No, they're not. So we have to see what happens with Kawhi Leonard. We got to see what happens uh, with Kevin Durant in free agency if, if he stays in, in Oakland. Because that's a domino that would fall. Kyrie Irving, where is he going? So still a lot more to do. Coming up next, we'll talk with Eric Pinkins of Bleacher Report. We hope uh, he'll fill us in more about this Anthony Davis trade. That's next here on At The Window. Lose weight now. Go to fat100.com. Lose that unwanted belly fat today and get free information at fat100.com. Fit in the dress or pants or bathing suits you've always wanted to. Go to fat100.com. Lose 10, 20, or more pounds immediately. Go to fat100.com. For free information on how you can lose weight, go to fat100.com. Fat100.com. That's fat100.com. I had great results. I lost 70 pounds. I weighed 265 and went down to 195. My doctor told me, if it works for you, then do it. But a lot of people say to me, how did you lose the weight? I said, I take Andro 400 every day. I'm going to take it forever. That was Walt talking about Andro 400. Now listen to what Bob has to say. When you listen to your radio commercials, you say that's not possible. But since I've experienced it, your commercials aren't strong enough. I am 76 and I've had a belly for way too long. My whole body is shrinking. My energy level has gone up. And the only thing difference is Andro 400. It's great stuff. I tried other products and nothing happened. Guys, if you'd like to lose stubborn belly fat, gain energy, and feel years younger, try Andro 400, the safe, natural, and affordable way to boost your testosterone. Go to to andro400.com or call 888-400-0435 888-400-0435 andro400.com What's your IRS problem? Do you owe back taxes? Is there a lien placed on your property? Have your bank accounts been frozen or seized? Have your wages been garnished? Are you being audited by the IRS? Are they sending you letters that demand actions and have urgent due dates? Well, solving your tax problems is as easy as calling Taxes 321. The IRS is the largest collection agency in the world. You need the best representation to give you peace of mind. You need experienced professionals that can cut through the red tape and stop the collection process. If you have a serious problem with the IRS, call the Taxes 321 network today. We'll get them off your back. 
Let DailyRoto.com guide you to victory as you swing for the fences playing Daily Fantasy Baseball. Become the eighth Daily Roto lineup optimizer to win $1 million in a FanDuel or DraftKings tournament or become part of the growing community who have won thousands of dollars. If you're playing MLB DFS and not using DailyRoto.com, you're doing it wrong. Enter promo code FNTSY for a 10% discount. The 2019 MLB Daily Roto Premium Package at DailyRoto.com. Use the promo code FNTSY and get your 10% discount today. Back here on At The Window on the Fantasy Sports Network, I am Sean Guastamacchia. Thank you for tuning in. We're efforting, uh, if that's a word, efforting. Uh, Eric Pincus is a word that's commonly used in radio lingo. Uh, always a discussion every time that word is used in radio during my career and what have you uh, at Sirius XM and then NBC Sports Radio would always joke about that. But Eric Pincus, Bleacher Report, Lakers writer. We had him on Friday. Couldn't get to the Lakers stuff. He, of course, uh, was at the uh, Game 6 of the NBA Finals. We talked about that. But the, with the Lakers making a big trade, we wanted to get him back on, and he's always willing to come on. So we're trying to get him on. Uh, if he doesn't join us, uh, we'll definitely get him this week and, and, and get his thoughts on the Lakers trade, where they're at. He's a salary cap guru as well, how much money they're going to have uh, in the salary cap to sign another player and... and um, He'll fill us in on all that. If, if we can't get him today, we'll get him during the week. No doubt about that with Eric Pincus. Always a great interview. One team I did not mention when I was talking about the uh, favorites to win the NBA Finals next year championship that the uh, FanDuel Sportsbook and every sportsbook has out right now. So the Lakers right now, and this is FanDuel, plus 390. They're the favorites. The, the uh, Bucks, the Milwaukee Bucks, plus 550. Raptors right now, plus 700. So if you believe Kawhi Leonard is going to resign, jump on that. The Rockets are the team I want to talk about. They're the fourth uh, betting favorites right now, plus 850. The Warriors are 11-1. to 1. They're fifth. Why? I have no idea. There's no way they're winning a championship next year, not without Kevin Durant and not without um, Clay Thompson for most of the season. But now we are joined by the, the aforementioned Eric Pincus. Bleacher Report does a great job uh, covering the Lakers and, of course, NBA TV, and he's a capologist as well. So, Eric, perfect time to have you on with this Lakers trade. But I guess let's start with the Anthony Davis trade on Saturday. Were you surprised it came this quickly? Uh, I mean, not really. Uh, I, I didn't expect Saturday. You know, I mean, it was I appreciated it. I mean, because Sunday was Father's Day, and, uh, right. you know, it, it was better on the wife and the family situation. But beyond that, uh, I, I kind of expected today to be the day uh, because – if that number four pick, if the number three pick, uh, New York was rumored to be in the mix, right? Uh, if the draft was really the important piece for the Pelicans, uh, then they needed to get that deal done ahead of the draft so that they could do their research, or if they're going to shop that pick, which is what they're rumored to be doing still as well, uh, they have some time so that uh, if another team could get the four, that they have some time to get it done. And so, no, not shocked, not surprised. I, I thought the Lakers were the favorite. I thought the Lakers were the favorite back in December when I wrote about them, uh, getting Anthony Davis as a possibility, trying to beat out the, the Boston Celtics. So uh, also I'm happy that there is resolution uh, because, man, this thing has been dragging on for a really long time. <laughs> yes, it has. And then I was glad, too, that it came on Saturday, well before the NBA draft, so then we don't have that constant rumor that we're, we're talking about. Where is Anthony Davis going to end up? Finally, he's in L.A. How are the, the trades different? Like the trade that, that went down on Saturday – with the, the Lakers acquiring Anthony Davis for Lonzo Ball, Brandon Ingram, the number fourth pick, and, and future first-round picks. 
and the one that was rumored back during the trade deadline in February. How are the trades different? Well, I mean, first of all, it's important to know that the, the trade itself won't go through till July uh, because the Lakers need cap room. As reported, okay. it's not legal uh, to match salaries. So it'll go down in July. Now, the big question becomes, does it go down on July 6th, which is at the end of the moratorium? Or uh, did Rob Plinka, general manager of the Lakers, negotiate where uh, the deal can be triggered uh, at the beginning of August? It may even take that long because uh, the Lakers may need to sign that number four pick and then include that player in the trade uh, because of his salary. When you trade a, uh, an unsigned draft pick, they count as zero. They don't, the, the salaries don't have anything to do with it. When you sign them and you wait 30 days, which is what the, the uh, Cleveland Cavaliers uh, and Minnesota Timberwolves did back in the day with Andrew Wiggins to get Kevin Love to Cleveland, that'd be a, a, another path, right? So the, the reason these things are important is because the Lakers could potentially have room to sign another max player uh, like Kawhi Leonard or Kyrie Irving or Jimmy Butler or Kemba Walker by waiting that 30 days. And there are other ways to do it uh, on July 6th, but um, it's complex. And so when we go back to when Magic was doing it, uh, had they done that trade then, you would have had Anthony Davis' salary on your books. You would have had LeBron James. You wouldn't have been in a position to get that third max player. So just in and of itself, they're in a better position now. I never liked the idea of the Lakers trading for a deadline other than giving LeBron a shot to win last year. But, you know, LeBron had been hurt and just didn't make a lot of sense. I mean, maybe LeBron would have rounded into shape, but he was not, which wasn't quite himself that second half of the year after the groin injury. So, uh, but also Magic was, I mean, the deals aren't that different. I mean, Magic gave up uh, reportedly guys like KCP, Contavious um, Caldwell Pope, uh, and I think supposedly the rumor was is that it was Kuzma, Ingram, and uh, Lonzo right, Ball. That's what so I was trying to get at. Maybe, yeah. Right. They're able to keep Kuzma, and I have an article that just went live on Bleacher Report where kind of says, like, why is, is Kuzma the last man standing? Uh, it got rid of everybody else through the years. Um, Kuzma's a really nice fit for where they're going, and they were able to keep one guy and. Uh, ultimately, the salaries of, of Lonzo and, and Ingram were, were vital to make the trade work when it comes to matching and potentially having uh, you know that chance at another star. And, and Kuzma doesn't make a lot of money when I say that. You know, he makes two million dollars next season, so it's kind of a ridiculous <laughs> right. statement. You know what I mean? <laughs> right, right, but when us, we're talking, yeah. like you know, <laughs> relatively speaking, right, compared right, right. to guys who are making seven or eight million dollars, he he's low paid. Uh, you know, in terms of production in the NBA, so. Uh, Rob got the deal done that he, he needed to do. He traded a lot of draft considerations. He gave up a lot. He probably gave up more than I think he necessarily needed to. Like, I don't know who he was bidding against. I know right. the Celtics were rumored. Uh, Denver supposedly was considering a run. The Nets, the Knicks. But I really think the Lakers overpaid. But at the same time, they got Anthony Davis. And they didn't have great leverage because of everything that happened with Magic. And it was so obvious that, that Plinka needed this for his job uh, because he's in, sort of in a tenuous situation taking over for Magic, and the Lakers have had a lot of negativity. Uh, so I get that they made the deal, and, and, and you got AD. You got the guy you had to yep. get. Uh, I think the way we'll judge this trade is on the timing. All that little minutia and those details that some people might have said, what is he talking about? Those are the details I think that matter because – if the Lakers can get Kawhi Leonard or Kyrie Irving or Kemba Walker or Jimmy Butler and add that piece to LeBron and Anthony Davis, 
than the Lakers are, are especially this Kawhi, man. They're the prohibitive favorite oh, to win it all. Absolutely. And so, you know, Rob, Rob will be a hero at that point. So I don't think anyone will care who he gave up, picks or whatever, players, whatever. Uh, you do what you got to do to get that trio together. Another question is, can they land that? And did he land that? That we'll have to wait and see. So the, the Lakers can add a max player, another uh, max player to the mix of Anthony Davis and LeBron James. Maybe, and it's all Maybe. it's all on the timing. So let's yep. let's say that the Pelicans say, "No, we need this trade done July 6th. We can, we're not going to wait a month." Uh, and then you have an issue, right? I mean, you potentially lose the trade. Does it? Uh, does, do they say, you know what, never mind, we're not going to do this deal if we have to wait a month? Uh, what if they trade that number four to another team, right? Now, what, now you have some other team that has to wait a month too? Right. So if they don't wait a month, there is a solution, and the solution would be that the Lakers would include uh, Mo Wagner and Isaac Bunga. They actually have a guy on their roster named Jamario Jones who they signed late, who's not guaranteed. They can make the same trade on July 6th, and I break this down on Bleacher Report, Make the same trade, but include those additional players, and then none of them are necessarily significant players. I mean, I you know maybe they'll develop into them, but uh, they can get something like that done. But that makes it a little not, they they fall short of a max guy by about a million, uh, but it's within the range, right? Okay. So it's possible. But what if David Griffin says, "No, I won't take those guys. I don't want to help you get through another max guy." So yeah. there's still a certain amount of how much did Rob Plinka take care of business? With David Griffin, did, were some of these extra considerations and draft picks and all that part of saying, you know, David Griffin saying, you know, we'll do it however you need to do it to help you, and I'm not going to fight you. I'm going to try to help you get whatever you need done, whether it's right away on July 6th and taking those extra players or maybe waiting a month. But if none of that happens, the Lakers are kind of in a pickle where they, they may only have $27, 25000000 million in cap room, and that's not enough to get a superstar unless they're willing to take less money, and, and that's always possible. But when you just have Anthony Davis and you just have uh, LeBron James, there's enough money on the books where you're not able to just sign a Kawhi Leonard at his asking price. And there's one more factor that uh, Anthony Davis is eligible for a $4 million trade bonus. Right. Uh, they can waive that, and if you go with... Uh, if they do have to make the trade and, and don't have as much cap room... Uh, that becomes a factor. But if they do it the other two ways I described, then it doesn't matter. If you if you include those extra players and you do it on July 6th, you can get it done and pay uh, Anthony Davis's bonus and still sign Kawhi or, or Kyrie. Or if you wait a month, you could. it doesn't matter. You could pay him his trade bonus. And you might as well pay him his trade bonus. It's not a bad thing. It, it could actually help them uh, get him down to an, locked into an extension at a more reasonable price. Uh, then if he doesn't take his bonus at, at that point, there's no reason for him to take an extension because he's losing out on too much money and he's better off being a free agent next year. So still a lot to be decided is basically what, what I'm yes. getting from you. Yes. Still a lot to be decided. All right, one thing that uh, you do know, and that is Lonzo Ball, Brandon Ingram, you follow these guys, you've covered these guys. What are the Pelicans getting in Brandon Ingram and Lonzo Ball? Uh, well, I mean, they're getting some really nice players. The, the big concern is that neither of them have been especially healthy uh, in their first two years. And so uh, Ingram had a blood clot, uh, which is you know extremely dangerous. And if he gets another one, he could be on blood thinners the rest of his life and, and, oh, wow. and his career could be over. So that was, I think, I think that hurt some of his trade value. I mean, obviously, uh, but they did a, a surgery on him and, and, and uh, they believe it was a specific problem related to... Um, 
something that is similar to what Markel Fultz has, where there was a compression and they actually shaved off some of his rib. I mean, it's pretty intense what they did, uh, but they believe that it's not like a blood disorder that like Chris Bosch has uh, that ended his career. So I'm going to go with like Lonzo's healthy okay. and England's healthy. And, and all that's happened was just unfortunate. But now the next five years, 10 years, they, they play a good on average 80 games a year, 75 games a year. Uh, in Lonzo, you're getting a point guard who doesn't need the ball, which is really, really rare. Uh, he's not a great shooter yet, but he's shown that he could be uh, a decent spot of shooter or he has that step back. Uh, if he can be consistent with that outside shot, you're getting a really, really good player because he defends at a high level. Uh, he accelerates your team. Your team is just better when he's on the floor both ways, right? On offense, on defense, you're just better. Uh, uh, he doesn't drive. He's not somebody who's going to get to the basket a lot, but they have Drew Holiday for that. So as long as you don't need a point guard uh, like Damian Lillard, like uh, you know, all the elite point guards who can just carry Irving, that can just drive the ball down your throat, dribble you, you into the circus, right? That's not... Lonzo Ball, but uh, he's really well regarded around the league. Whenever I talk to executives uh, and agents and and, and uh, scouts and everything, there, there's some polarization on on how good Kyle Kuzma will be. There's some polarization on how good Brandon Ingram will be. But I've it's really rare to find anybody who doesn't think the world of what Lonzo Ball can be. Uh, as long as you don't ask him, as long as you don't ask him to be a, a dominant ball uh, like a scoring point guard he's not that uh and and he doesn't need to be a great 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 scorer great shooter but if he can get to like jason kidd jason kidd you know, when he started his career was a terrible shooter and became a very good outside shooter and that's where lonzo ball needs to be when it comes to ingram though uh his game like if you if you ask the houston rockets they're not going to like his game at all because he, he's someone who likes to score in mid-range he's like yep. he, he takes a lot of two-point shots he doesn't really hit the three uh but he's somebody if you watch the playoffs closely, you saw that like you can get run off the three point line. You could send everybody to the three point line and and leave the inside open. Uh, you can protect the basket to a degree. Uh, everybody's talking, you know, like the Rockets. Like you want to score at the basket, you want to hit threes, you want to hit in the mid range. Well, the guys like Kawhi Leonard and and when healthy Kevin Durant, those guys just feast in those areas. And and I think there's some real benefit to that. And I think that Ingram is really really high level at taking the ball off either off uh, isolations or off a screen and, and working out of the elbow and, and attacking and you're getting to the basket. He's got great length. And I think you know, he's still 21 so, I mean, or something like that. He's, he's really young, just scratching the surface. So I, I think he could be a dominant. I think he could be a 20-point-a-game scorer in this league. Uh, and, and he's also, he has the length to be a good, I, I'd say he's a good defender. Some people think he's really good on defense. Some people think he's really bad. Uh, so I think it's a mix. I, I think, the Lakers and how they've been the last few years may not have been the best showcase for him. So he's joining a fun team with Zion Williamson, presumably, and Drew Holiday, Lonzo Ball, and that number four pick. And I, I'm excited for the Pelicans. They're going to be a fun team to watch. Absolutely. Uh, joined by Eric Pincus, Bleacher Report, covers the Lakers. Go read his article right now on Bleacher Report discussing the Lakers and the landing Anthony Davis and all of the, the scenarios that have still yet to be worked out uh, with the salary cap and, and what have you. But another question on the Lakers. All right, now, if they can add that next piece, and we don't know if it's going to be a max deal or what have you. You said that it might be a million shy of it or what have you, or even less, but, but there's money there to add another player, a significant player for the Lakers. 
What are you hearing? Is it too early yet? But uh, who's the, the leader in the clubhouse right now to join Anthony Davis and LeBron James? Is it Kawhi Leonard? Is it someone less like a Chris Middleton or maybe uh, Jimmy Butler? Who are you hearing uh, is in the, the leader to, to, to be added to this mix, uh, Eric? <laughs> well, I, I mean, the, the top four names are uh, Kyrie and Kawhi and Kemba and Jimmy Butler. A lot of K's. If you want to include Chris <laughs> yeah. in there, and uh, but the reality is, is like if you can get Kawhi Leonard, I think he's shown that he may be the best player in the league, and and we could debate that. Uh, but at least he's in that mix, and so if he can carry that Raptors team, which was really, really, really good, but I mean Kawhi was uh, the reason why that team won. If you can add him to LeBron James and Anthony Davis. As they say, it's over. You know, I mean, it's, yep. you got about thirty seconds, that? Eric. Just I don't want to uh, hurry you up. You got it. Yep. Right, so. And then Kyrie Irving has won before with LeBron, yeah. and Kemba Walker has—he's a really amazing point guard and scorer. And Jimmy Butler's a, a tough, tough battler. So I think who's the leader? Maybe Kawhi, maybe Kyrie. I think those are the top wow. two names. If they'll come, if they'll come, if they'll that's come. the biggest. Yeah, that, well, that's interesting. If they can add any of those guys, any of those top four guys that you just mentioned. They'll be uh, a tough team to deal with. All right, thanks, Eric, uh, for joining us. That's Eric Pincus. Go read his article on Bleacher Report about the Lakers. This is At the Window. More to do. We're going to talk Dak Prescott. Should you pay him top four quarterback money? That's next here on At the Window with Chris Venture, the closer. He joins me. Made Sailors is the leading cleaning service in New York City and Boston. We service homes, offices, corporate apartments, and Airbnb turnarounds. Give us a call or a text at 212-299-5170 to book now. That's 212-299-5170. Use the promo code FNTSY for 15% off your first cleaning. For more information, go to madesailors.com. That's madesailors.com. Put your money where your mouth is and take a shot by opening a sports wagering account with FanDuel, New Jersey's largest sports book. Go to FanDuel.com slash grid where you'll receive a free bet of up to $500. That's a free bet of up to $500 when you open a sports wagering account at FanDuel.com slash grid. Point spreads, game totals, props, parlays, and in-game wagering on college and pro sports, and you're in control. Go to FanDuel.com slash grid. Open your new account and claim your free wager of up to $500 today. Money Now 100 is not a lender, broker, or agent of any lender or financial advisor. We do not make loans or credit decisions. You must be 18 years or older and a U.S. resident to qualify. This is not an offer or solicitation to lend. I went to MoneyNow100.com and got the $5,000 I needed deposited in my account the next business day. If you need money for any reason, help is here. Go to MoneyNow100.com and get the money you need. Need to pay off credit card debt? Go to MoneyNow100.com. Need your car? repaired? Need home improvement money? Visit MoneyNow100.com. If you need fast cash for any reason, go to MoneyNow100.com. Good, bad, or no credit at all. Go to MoneyNow100.com. You could get up to $5,000 as soon as the next business day. Go to MoneyNow100.com on your phone, tablet, or computer. Type in the address bar MoneyNow100.com. That's MoneyNow100.com. Rain dance! Make it rain. 
this used to be wake me up when it's LeBron versus the Warriors. But right. now you got 30 teams in the NBA, whether you're in the East or now with these injuries in the West, you legitimately believe you got a shot at this moving forward. With all the free agents out there, the draft on the precipice, I think a lot of teams are like, wow, the door is ajar. Let's see what we can do. Weekdays, 6 to 9 a.m. Eastern on the Fantasy Sports Network and on your popular podcast providers. Maurice Allen, 2015-2016 European Long Drive Tour Champion, 2017 World Number One. Me personally, I keep my game face on me all the time. Especially coming out of the bunker, leaving the range, or even leaving the course. What's your story? Go to GameFaceGrooming.com for all your athletic facial wipes and body cleansing needs. I don't know what this music is, but it, it, I give Brian free reign, the producer of the show, to uh, do what he wants with the music. What do you think, Inventor? You like it? You know, I understand it because this is kind of like a house trance type stuff it, yeah. that I like, yeah. which I, I'm not going to lie. You know, I used to party and dance a lot when I was young. That's hard to go believe. Out to clubs. That's hard to believe. You dancing and I'll go to clubs? <laughs> Not no anymore. Way. Not no anymore. Way. No, you're a stiff. You are a stiff. I'm There's a stiff. No, yeah, you're good. You Stick know? in the mud, right? Can't do yeah, it. All right. Yeah, do your intro. <laughs> Whatever that is. I don't even do your What's intro. What's good? It's your boy, the closer. That's been my intro yeah, for a is, long time. Where'd you come up with that? I don't know. I just started saying yeah, yeah. it's your boy, Chris Ventra. Then it became the closer because uh, shout out to Corey Parson, the fantasy executive. All right. Uh, you know, he started calling me the closer, and oh, okay. that was that. Okay. Yeah, so, yeah. am I the opener? You can be the opener. Yo, what's up? It's your boy, the opener. You're, you're Ryan Stanek, the you opener. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> Chad Green. I'd rather be Chad Green. Yeah, okay. Dude, All you right. see Chad Green the other night against the White Sox? Two yeah. innings, six Ks? Dirty. But yeah. it's two innings, you know. I oh, mean, He's the opener. He's the, he's opener. the opener. And the Yankees won that. I don't know if I like this opener thing, but we could get no? into that. No, 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 I don't like that. I'm not going to call myself the opener. No, no <laughs> worry about that. I call myself the opener... No, it's not going to happen. You know, you need something else. I don't like fun. the opener in general, I'm saying. Even oh, in, oh, in baseball? Yeah. Why not? It's successful. You know, it's, I mean, for the Rays, it is. For the Yankees, too. They're 5-0 and this year when they use an opener. Oh. Yeah. Let's yeah, yeah, look, look, yeah, look, look, look watch my guy. baseball, bro. Look at I this mean, guy. Uh, <laughs> hey, uh, Lucas uh, Giolito, man. Hey, he did well. Uh, you weren't here. Yeah. Steve, Steve uh, Sataboy. Uh, I, I, I like Sataboy. Sataboy. He was here. Mad props, as he likes to coin this segment. We look at props, prop bets, and what have you. Right. We were talking about the Yankees on Friday night. Yankees, CeCe Sabathia against the uh, White Sox uh, mm-hmm. in, in Chicago and Lucas uh, Giolito. Right. He was uh, lukewarm on that a little bit. Yeah, yeah. yeah he didn't like it We too were much. having a conversation yeah, about Yeah, I was like, Lucas yeah. Giolito's lights out, bro. I mean, yeah. he's, he's been. Yes, and Sabathia stinks. I think he was worried he saw some traps in the, yeah, uh, he did. In the yeah. odds. And, yeah. you know, Giolito's due for a bad game. Yeah, I'm going <laughs> to ride that horse. Talk about a guy. Until it fails me, man. I know. I love Giolito. I have him in a bunch of leagues. I'm happy about that. I'm doing pretty well <laughs> in fantasy. Your boy is doing it. I'm doing all right. How, are, how well are you doing? Uh, first, uh, first place, second place, third? I'm in five leagues, but I'm seven yeah, and three in two of them. Right. I'm in second place so in another one. only talk about the good leagues. No, no. Uh, in the pit league, I'm doing bad. That's yeah. the one league I'm doing bad in. Yeah, uh, I think Frank's winning that. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Roto Frank. He's, no, he's on the top. He knows yeah. his stuff. He's ah, we all focused. Do. We all you know do. what I'm I saying? Mean, yeah, we, we all know our stuff. Yeah, well, but he's like, into it. Like, yeah, I mean, he's, you know. I, listen, all I know is Yang, okay, Luciano, does a great job producing game time decisions. Mm-hmm. He beat, he whipped Frank one-on-one this year in the, in the pit league. 
He and, did. And Crown Me Champs is struggling right now. I think he's eighth. His team's falling apart. It is. Wait. And he has Robinson Cano. This annoys me because yeah. he has Robinson Cano, and I'm I'm really high on Cano. Yeah. Despite his struggles. Right. And his age. For, yeah, his age. Whatever. His <laughs> PED test last year. I mean, they've you know these guys Nelson Cruz. They do all right after PEDs. Yeah. All right. <laughs> they, they find other PEDs. Uh, right, exactly. A Rod's right there. I mean, he what twice he got popped. Manny Ramirez, they, they keep taking these these things. Oh yeah, yeah. Despite not being court. All right. Anyway, uh, but Cano, but Cano, back to Cano. Yeah, I think he's gonna have a good second half. So I want to trade for okay. him. I can't get Yang to to uh, respond to any of my trade offers. Nothing. No, he doesn't want to do it. He doesn't even decline the trade offer. Mm, he's not. Maybe he's not paying no, attention I, I, as much. Yeah, he's got, falling off. I got. I got to talk to him. A lot of people fall off the fantasy baseball bandwagon once the summer comes along. Yeah, they get distracted. Right. Because baseball could lull you to sleep. Let's be honest. Sometimes yeah. it lulls you to sleep. Yeah. But baseball this year has been exciting. There's been a lot of home runs. You know, and if you stay focused and you just do a little bit extra, you can you know make your team a good team. I I have one team, my home league, biggest league I'm in. I I was three and six. I spent all my money. I focused and really tried to get a good team. Now my team's great. I'm five and six. I won my last two by a lot against good teams, and I'm making a run for the playoffs. So, you know, you could always turn it around in baseball. Baseball's a long season. Well, I want to trade for Cano. It's out there. If anyone, well, Yang. Yang needs to be the one I trade with because he has Robinson Cano on his team. Right, 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 right. And you have Frazier, by the way. I know. I have Clint Frazier. That trade, I mean. That's annoying. Well, he's not traded yet. He sent it to AAA. Right. He probably will be traded, don't you think? Yeah. The Yankees are going to trade him for an arm. There's too much. um, There's too many players at this point. I know a lot of them have been injured, but obviously Cashman's going for some depth here by signing Edwin Encarnacion and, you know, they have Mabin. Yeah, trading for uh, uh, Encarnacion. And plus, that trade was so good. I mean, how do you not do it? You know what I'm saying? Yeah, the Mariners ate some money on that. Uh, The Yankees were willing, though, to take on some money, which is interesting because they didn't want to go higher for Dallas Keuchel, and they lost him to the Braves. Which I think is a mistake. I I would have went for Keuchel. Yeah, what are the Yankees penny-pinching for? Yeah, why? I I don't understand that. They better get Bumgarner. I'd rather Bumgarner just because his track record in the postseason over Marcus Stroman. Those uh, are the two rumored guys. I mean, who knows who they uh, trade for? Uh, if they do that, then I'm okay with the non-signing of Dallas Keuchel, though, because then, you know, Keuchel could really... Yeah, you have to give up Clint Frazier for that. Keuchel, you don't have to give up anyone. Well, now it would have made sense to give up Frazier for Keuchel, because now you're, you're sending Keuchel down, you're getting Incarnacion yeah. anyway. They still could have got Incarnacion yeah, and got Keuchel. What about next year and the year after that? I mean, Clint Frazier's a, uh, one of the chips, uh, one of the building blocks for the future for the year. I like Frazier. I'm with you. I'm yeah, with but you. he's a head case. Well, yeah, so far, you know. He, he, he said he was surprised by uh, being sent down, but can you be surprised after you uh, didn't talk to the media and then doubled down yeah. under the bus the next day? I that mean, was not right. You're right. Come on, man. You're right, but at the same time, How he's a good like player. Or whatever. He's a great player. Very good player. Well, all right, not a great player, but he has the potential to be great. Right. Oh, very good. Yeah, and, very good. And he's young. Yeah, and I understand 24. the depth and everything. Like, you know, he wasn't playing a great outfield, nah, he doesn't which, 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 you know, kind of stinks because you, want you wanted that from him too. And he might have stayed if he was because... You know, Mabin, we're going to keep in the outfield. Uh, he's a fifth outfielder, maybe. I know, but Gardner that's what I mean. Screwed. Gardner now is going to split time with Aaron Hicks, I believe. I, that's what's going to happen. Hicks is going to lose playing time. Another guy uh, on my fantasy team now that's going to be impacted by it. <laughs> no, no, I think he'll be all right with Hicks. I think Gardner's going to lose a lot of playing time, and he might mix and match in left field and yeah, stuff with, right. with Stanton when he comes back. Stanton and left? Stanton's going to have in to go Yankee to left. Stadium? Ugh. Yeah, because then you know, Judge is also coming on his way coming back. Stan's going to be back very soon. Maybe, you know, this week. Do you like Stan on the left? Um, no. Yeah. No. There's a lot of holes on the defense. I don't think they're focused on that. What they need is yeah. the bats are going to be huge, obviously, and they want to keep this lead in the AL East because the AL East is the biggest race right now in the AL. And then Incarnacion crushes Red Sox pitching. 
Right. Uh, Rick Porcello. Uh, but you need that pitcher. Price. Yeah. In the playoffs, you need good pitching, starting pitching. Yeah. And a good bullpen. Yeah, but you know what? J.A. Happ, uh, J. Happ, sorry. J. Happ crushed the, the Red Sox last year when they, they made the trade. Remember that? Mm-hmm. And then what happened in the playoffs? He got bombed right. game one against the Red Sox. So, I, you know, you can never figure these things out. But I don't like the, the trade's a good trade. Uh, Incarnacion's leading the American League in home runs. Of course, it's a good trade. It's but, a good trade because you didn't Frazier give up anything. Really. Frazier gets screwed. Yeah. He gets screwed. I, I like the young kids. I like to see them play. And yeah. He's going to be in AAA. Well, maybe he's he's going to get traded. Exactly. Maybe this all sets up the piece for them to take Frazier, trade him for a pitcher, and now they got yeah. their pitching, and they also got a bigger bat in the lineup. Problem is, the defense is a little shaky in spots. Sure, but no one you know, plays the ball Voice- play anymore. It's either a home run, a walk, or a strikeout. <laughs> yeah. It's just rich. I used to hate those guys. Now every single guy is those guys. Know, so it's like... Tommy yeah, Lestella's hitting home runs. Yeah, so Tommy Lestella. He's going to hit 40. <laughs> Derek Dietrich's, uh, you know, watching his homes for 10 minutes. Yeah, oh you know, that's sad. I, 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 two, <laughs> by the way, did you see Luke Voigt hit a home run, I think, uh, off of Giolito? And then the next at-bat, first pitch, right right at his head. Yep. Well, really? I, I wouldn't Luke do that. Voigt, yeah, yeah, Voigt wasn't like posing or, any, or pimping yeah, his home yeah, run. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's a little too much. You know, if he was posing, then I understand. I'm cool with the, you know, going after a guy after buzzing something him a happens. Bit. Yeah, buzzing yeah. him or, yeah, throwing in on him. Sure. If people are crowding the plate, you're taught to really Not throw it inside. Head, Not hit him. I'm saying throw it inside and brush him off the plate a little bit. Right. You know, that's something right. you're taught. That's, as a what, that's what he was trying yeah. to do. Yeah, yeah. All right. All right. We have your take on that. Dak Prescott, it came out. Uh, Clarence Hill does a great job covering the Cowboys for the Fort Worth Star-Telegram. I've had him on numerous programs. Does a great job. He's reporting that Todd France... Dak Prescott's agent, okay, mm-hmm. has broached, to quote, a deal in the range of $34 million annually for Dak Prescott. Now, that would make Dak one of the highest-paid quarterbacks in the NFL, right in between three and four, right above the top four, top five, let's right. say. Is Dak Prescott a top five? Is he worth paying that t- type of money if you're the Dallas Cowboys? No. No. Brian just jumped in. He's a Cowboys, well, we'll he's a Cowboys fan, too. We'll get you take Brian in a minute. Go ahead. Yeah. Uh, no, he doesn't deserve $34 million. He's played three years. He's had a, a great rookie year. He had a pretty Last year was pretty good, too. He had a, a blip in the radar his sophomore year, which happens. Uh, he's a little too safe for me. He's like a game manager, but he can run. He is a game manager. Which I like that he can run and be a game manager. And his numbers aren't bad or anything. They're just not gaudy. They're not what... A lot of quarterbacks do today. If you compare him to a lot of quarterbacks today, he's not a top five quarterback. Uh, he deserves more around uh, Kirk Cousins, like twenty eight million. I'd give twenty seven. Uh, Even that's a lot. Yeah, but the lot. market 25. dictates a lot. The market it, it does. But you know what? With the pieces around Dak, the Ezekiel Elliott's right, the solid offensive line which, which regressed last year, right? Amari Cooper now. You need and the defense. We'll get to in a minute. But offensively, you need stars to make Dak Prescott better. Okay. Yeah, because he can't do it by himself. Exactly. When, when Zeke missed six games, mm. he threw more interceptions than touchdowns. Okay, Dak Prescott. Great stat. When Amari Cooper came into, when the Cowboys uh, acquired Amari Cooper, he became a different type of player. It was better. Dak mm-hmm. Prescott, right? He got a great wide receiver. Exactly. I mm-hmm. Well, yeah, I, I do too. And I, Some I people don't. Derek Carr, I, bl- I blame Derek Carr for that. For the drops? For the, no, <laughs> for, the, for the fact that he's off of the Raiders. Uh, no, maybe John Gruden. Uh, but, um, <laughs> but he did dog it sometimes. Uh, there, there was a lot on Cooper. But he's, he's playing in, in Dallas. But you need to worry about your offensive line, mm-hmm. if you're the Cowboys. Ezekiel Elliott, signing him. Amari Cooper. Th- those are the guys you got to pay. Dak Prescott, you can't Especially afford. Zeke, yeah. 
Yeah, especially Zeke. But you can't afford to pay him that much money, and they won't. It's ridiculous. This is ridiculous. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I think no that might be a little bit of clickbait. Yeah, it is. Well, it was reported in in uh, Fort Worth Star well, Telegram, or it's just a negotiating ploy by Todd France. Right, right. It could be. Well, let's start here right. at the top, because you know, then we'll meet in the middle, and in the middle is where I really want to be. Yeah. I mean, that's how you negotiate. You're not going to start at 28 million when you want 28 million. You're going to start at like 33. 34. So but we're in agreement. It's not going to be there. Yeah, yeah that's not right. It'll be 25 million. Right. I mean, you know, Rodgers gets 33 million. Russell Wilson gets 35. Yeah. Ro- Roethlisberger gets 34. They earn these contracts. They've been around oh, for a better. while. Yeah. They're better, too. They're better, too. Um, you know, and I know today's day and age, the contracts are more because that's the market. You know, Gucci Garoppolo, who hasn't done much in his career, <laughs> got 27.5. I'll, I'll even admit, he hasn't done enough in his career to deserve that. Kirk Cousins didn't, uh, didn't really do enough to deserve 28 million. Uh, but this is the market. But then Nick Foles got 22. Yeah, well, that's where how Dak much be. better is Dak than Nick uh, Foles? I don't know. No, I don't think he's much better. I don't think I, he's if much if better, all, if at all, right? Yeah, exactly. But Leonard Fournette's going to be a beast, much like Ezekiel Elliott this year. I bet on him. Did you see that report that they're going to? No, throw? I'm not wait, with wait, the Fournette wait, thing, wait, man. Fournette, no, wait. Fournette's going to catch passes out of the backfield now. You believe that? Uh, well, he he, he did catch passes. It. No, I don't. He did catch he passes in rookie year. He doesn't have great hands. I'll admit that he's not really a Peterson. He's more of a bulldozer. Yeah, he's more of up the middle guy, but. You know, you're saying he lost weight. I don't even know if that's good for him. That's not the type of running back he is. I don't know. Listen, I don't like the guy's attitude. He's also yeah. been hurt a lot. Those two things together you he, is a bad combo. You're right, but he's on a new diet. New regime. Yeah, right. New diet. Uh, he's focused. New philosophy. Yeah, he's focused. Now he's a quarterback, too. Don't forget about that. The Jaguars have a legit quarterback now. No more Blake Bortles. Yeah. Uh, who? I don't know. Listen. Who? All right. You people are going to point out that. I like Foles. He was killing it in the playoffs, Bortles, and then they pulled the plug on him, and then they lost. Yeah. Championship game. Yeah, Bortles was killing the playoffs because he kept doing dump offs to his running backs <laughs> and they'd run for an extra 15 yards. That doesn't mean he's killing it. You know, he's not that good. No, uh, Bortles stinks. He stinks. Um, yeah, I didn't mean not that good. Stinks. Um, Foles, <laughs> I don't know how good, I don't know how legit he really is. I know he won a Super Bowl in a short period of time. All his stints are short periods of time. He has the Let's OC see a full season. In Philly, when he won the Super Bowl, they're going to be good. Foles is going to be legit this year. I'm sure Foles will be better Watch than Bortles. Jack, <laughs> I'm yeah, sure of that. You don't like the Jags, though. I think the number seven and a half wins. I like the Jags' D. I think well, they could win games a lot on their D. I don't know what how much Foles is going to add firepower to the Jaguars offense. Okay. How much firepower there really is. Well, There's not enough there already. Right. What were they with Blake Bortles two years ago? Oh, they, they went to the AFC Championship game. Uh, they, de- they rode that defense okay. and, and they'd run the ball. But they also had Fournette who had a legit year. A, yeah, yeah, yeah. a healthy year. Last year he was injured, missed times with behavioral issues. Yeah, yeah. He'll be back this year. You had Foles. Dude, they're legit. They're better. They're, they're definitely better. They're a double-digit win team. But that defense wasn't as good last year as it was that it did. first you're year. You're right, you're right. So, They'll be better this year. We'll see. They still have the same players. But that's funny. Jalen Ramsey's still there. Clayus Campbell's still there. It's funny you bring up the Fournette thing. Don't they have Josh Allen now from Uh, Kentucky? Didn't they draft him in the first round? Yeah. I I believe so. Yeah, yeah. They're still loaded. Yeah, they're they're still loaded on defense, of course. But, you know, sometimes things happen. Injuries play a part during the season and can decimate your team. If you don't have depth on defense, defensive guys constantly rotate. You need depth as well. So, But this brings us back to Fournette helped a lot that first year, right? Yeah, he did. So that proves... And guess who's similarly built to the Jaguars? The Cowboys, because yep. they're safer. They try to, you know, kill clock, time management. You know, Dak's afraid to throw the ball downfield. Now they got yep. Cooper. That helps, obviously. But you rely on Zeke. Zeke's the yep. engine of, of the Cowboys' offense. If 
And Zeke is the guy who deserves to get paid. Zeke helps Dak become this efficient quarterback that he is. If he didn't have these weapons, how efficient would he really be? I'm not sure I agree. he would no, be that great. He would not be as good. And you're right. They need to pay Ezekiel Elliott. He's the, he's the engine of that team. And the offensive line, Zach Martin. They have uh, Ty Smith. They have so many players on the offensive line. Frederick yeah. is back this year after missing last They're season. They're all getting a little older, though, I feel like, yeah. too. So they, they are. They're still, they're still young, though. They're still good enough. The core they're good. offensive line is they're, they're solid. You want it, but you want to try because O line and Witten's back. O lines could break apart quick. A lot yeah. of it has to do with chemistry and team and players moving yeah, and Frederick salaries. Missing last year hurt them. The center he's back. Mm-hmm. Travis Frederick. He's back this year. I don't know how, if he's going to be back to the player he was, the Pro Bowl center. Right. But but he's back. Zach Martin's still legit. Right. Smith is he's off and on, but he'll he'll be there. Mm-hmm. He's still young enough at, at but, left tackle. They'll, they'll be fine. That's what I mean. You got to take advantage of that. Because O-lines could fall apart quick. Okay, and, you know and, what I mean? and Zeke's a horse. Now, all right, we didn't get Brian's take. Brian, you're a Cowboys fan. Producer Brian, Dak Prescott worth $34 million a year. No, anything under 30, I take, though. Yeah, I, I take go under, under that. I, I go 25. Wentz just got 30. I, I, I think Wentz is much better than, than Dak Prescott. So, stop. Wentz was Wentz always hurt. the National Football League. Wentz has been hurt. All right, but we're talking about when, when healthy. I, of, yeah, of course he's been hurt. Well, well I hope he's still that good. There. That, you cut him then. Cut him. He's, I hope he's, he's still that good when, when uh, you know. He's fine. It's not like he's been doing it for years. It was one really good year, you know. No, that was his second year in the NFL, though. Right. I mean, he could get even better. He could get better, but he could, looking at he could also, also not be the same player you, that he was that one on year. That? You willing to bet on that? Uh, yeah, there's risk. I mean, there is risk giving up Nick Foles who won the Super Bowl. And it's all on, on Carson Wentz. Well, they committed to, to win. They committed to There's win. a lot of pressure on the kid. Yeah. But he's proven to me more than Dak Prescott. Now, Dak, you're going to talk about uh, Rookie of the Year, Offensive Rookie of the Year, 23 touchdown passes his first year, and the success of the Cowboys. Mm-hmm. But Wentz, too, he had that team, the Eagles, in line to win that Super Bowl. Yeah. To, to go to the playoffs and have the success that Nick Foles yeah. had. Well, here's the thing. This is why it's close for me. The only reason why Ten I'm saying seconds. it. 10 seconds. Yep. 16 touchdowns, 14 picks his rookie year. Then he had a monster year. After that, he was 21-7. It's not a, a lot of time of, you know, actual good stats to go on. It's a right. small sample size. We'll leave it there. That's Chris Venture, the closer. That does it for today's show. Thanks to Eric Pickers, Bleacher Report, for joining me. Couldn't catch the live show? Yes. Make sure to download our podcast at the FNTSY Sports Network Audio Boom channel. Oh, super.